0: you yeah. to glitchy pancakes this is your home for real talk about the world of fandom i'm jesse adams
1: and i'm rob gilmore
0: and uh today we got to talk about the thing that's on everybody's mind the only thing going on in the world um, oh god quarantine, the, the quarantine. that's oh, right geez. um and yeah i figured it's a good way to start out the our, our podcast and uh I'm sure that we are the only people in the world who've had the idea of starting a podcast while this is going on. I'm sure there's yeah, not a, there's no way there's thousands of people doing the exact same thing. So that's good. Um
1: Oh no, we're totally fucking original. I mean, we, we, we <laughs> completely. We're, I mean, I mean, we're like we're we're 30 something year old men who decided, "Hey, we're in quarantine and got shit else to do. Let's start a fucking podcast." I mean, we are completely original. Exactly. We even have this beers. Is-
0: this is groundbreaking. This is absolutely groundbreaking. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, let's start. With, how was that? how was your day today? What's happening? What's happening around your place?
1: Well, well you know, my wife works weekends. Uh, she's a nurse yeah, at right. the hospital, so weekends are kind of a bummer for me. Um, yeah, I guess so. I feel powerless. I really can't do much to help her. I'm a nurse too, but I can't really do much to help her. Um, right. Uh, so it's really it's really rough uh the, that in the first you know few days of her coming home because she's you know completely exhausted um but yeah. you know in our apartment here we took the kids out for you know to get some sun and stuff like that, and because it's important to go outside, you know even if you you know for a little walk or whatnot mm-hmm. it's 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 important during the you know doing the quarantine to go outside and get some sun, you know,
0: and nobody yeah. else
1: is really kind of coming outside. People are coming outside sporadically here and there. People are grilling more, you know, but.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm going to a, get a new grill. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm occupying all my time is, is walking around the neighborhood and figuring out new ways to uh, to put more food in my face and try new yeah, right. recipes and stuff. Right. Uh,
1: the, yeah, it was, uh, other than that, it was just a quarantine day. I mm-hmm. can't really say it was a good day or a bad day. It was just everybody got their work done. Everybody yeah. ate. Everybody, (laughs) I I don't even know one day it is anymore. Like, we're we're so fucking spoiled because we have so many things we can do outside Mm. the realm of like, and it's not like we haven't been doing those things anyway. We play video games, we read books, we do all that kind of stuff. And for us specifically, people like you and me and our Mm. listeners and our fan base, Mm. they love reading video games and watching TV and doing cool. I mean, doing cool stuff that doesn't require a lot of other people,
0: and yeah the things that's true've
1: been doing so for them, this is kind of i mean they 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 were born of this <laughs> they this is they've been kind of trained we we have been kind of trained to kind of be by ourselves with our experience over the years.
0: Oh yeah, no, I think that's definitely true. I mean, that's uh, I'm I'm perfectly comfortable. I'm one of those people that'll go to a movie by myself if I prefer yeah. it. You know, like as if I'm going to see something, it's probably something I really want to see, and that means I don't want to have to worry about what anybody else is trying to say to me or what they're doing. I'll go. Right. To, I'll do that by myself. I spend a lot of time reading. You know, so this having to spend some time quarantined. It's not hitting me that hard as far as that goes. Right, um right. I know that within the within the uh the world of fandom though, that's there are a lot of people who are getting kinda of hit by this. Um you know, like a lot of movies have had to be delayed, T V shows that are being made have had to be delayed. Sure. Um I saw you, you posted something today about how the comic book industry is taking a really hard hit right now. What's uh do what, <sighs> you tell me anything about that?
1: Well, I don't think they're taking a i mean they've been taking hard hits for the past i don't know how many years you know what i mean so uh-huh. um it I don't think they're taking a hard hit I think they're more concerned about which they are taking a hit i think they're more concerned about um being able to recover from it. Now, yes. Is it like is the, it
0: mostly a distribution issue? Like people can't go to their comic shops now and well, it,
1: I mean, it's not even that because people get digital comics all the time. People buy digital comics. All, I buy digital comics. People buy digital yeah, comics too. all the time. I have a digital comic reader on my large 10x tablet. I freaking flip through pages like I burn through them. I mean, I, I buy digital comics mm-hmm. all the time. But it's um I mean how how much can you be sustained uh, uh digital comics even even audiobooks or digital books versus people who would rather watch Iron Man on Disney Plus or you know what I mean right but, yeah because and there's been because a lot those... of
0: all the the uh, the providers of like uh, the streaming services and things like that they're they're just pumping out so much right now they're like this is our time this is our day and they're just trying well, to capture everyone's attention right now
1: well not only that i mean i mean just in 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 terms of fandom, because that's I mean that's what that's where we're at in terms of fandom, um, there are are a ton of fans who say, "Oh yeah, I love Spider Man, or I love Batman, or I love Superman," and what they really love is just those films that those characters have been in. They a lot of them don't really have any bases in comics, or the the, that's the, true. the the amount of fans for you know the the medium of comic books are smaller and dwindling, I, I would mm-hmm. say. And then you have the kind of other end of that where people who see those movies and they get interested in those characters, then they go buy comics,
0: right? And like they kind of get into it.
1: And, and a lot of those people who really get turned on to those comics, they they get subscription services and stuff like that. But there are probably more people that have subscription service to Crunchyroll. Then there are people that have subscription services to Marvel or DC Comics. I, I think don't you're know right. that. that
0: fandom is absolutely massive. Well, I mean, if you ever, you know, we, we know about Momocon and stuff like that. The 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 amount, the size of that fandom is is absolutely gigantic. Um, well, I think the other yeah, part, it's just a, I mean, a lot of it's like a, a, a print media trying to, you know, with comics is print media trying to keep up, but there's there's also, I mean, I think it's just kind of, it's shifting, because you see, like, if you go to Barnes & Noble, um, now, I saw something in there a few months ago that I'd never seen before. They had a whole shelf next to the science fiction and fantasy section that was all uh, manga and graphic novels. Like, they've got a whole like section Dude, for that now. They have, they have yeah, a ton like of manga. Mm-hmm, yeah, there's a ton of it out there now, and I think that's... So maybe it's like, a, with the rise in popularity of that, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the... With comics, we need to get uh, probably get Charlie Deppner or somebody else on here to talk about that. Um, yeah, <laughs> somebody you know what who's they don't Im- have immersed. What's that?
1: You know what they don't have at Books a Million anymore?
0: What do they not have?
1: Fucking comics.
0: For real? Yeah, I, mean, I guess maybe it's being <laughs> squeezed out. Like it's just got there's well, so much competition.
1: The last the last time I went there was like two or three months ago, mm-hmm. and uh, I took my kids over there. My son went to get um, this mon- this manga about. T- being turned into a slime um <laughs> which I need to read because it sounds like it's pretty hilarious and I think there's a, a, a anime out there too with it I can't think of the the working t- the title of it you know but uh, it has something to do with me uh, a guy waking up as a slime in a in a game or something I have no idea but <laughs> I wouldn't take him to see that to get those and I was gonna you know check out the comics and maybe pick up four or five comics while I was there because mm-hmm. I don't yeah I, I really didn't come out the books million. I asked the guy, he was like, I think we have some boxes of older comics that we have back there, but we don't have anything like that here. I'm like, Really? And you go to to where the to where the manga is,
0: it's stacked. Packed, oh yeah, yeah. No, they're they're, they're keeping it in so stock. It's crazy.
1: They keep it in stock, yeah. And 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 th- I mean this is Tallahassee. You know, mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect them to need to keep it in stock, but they do.
0: Yeah. And I see it There's up here. Um, fandom. you know, I'm out in the Atlanta suburbs and that, that fandom yes. is absolutely massive. It's- and so I don't know whether, uh, whether specific parts of print media are having a, a tougher time in, in the quarantine situation than others. I know that a lot of people, there are particular groups, um, specifically like authors who are not able now to go and go on book tours. Um, they're not right. able to go to conventions, promote their new stuff they have, um, coming out. Um, Conventions in general, I mean, you know, you and I are both, uh, I guess so the people listening may not know this. You and I are both very much involved with multiverse convention here in Atlanta. Um, right. And uh, we're in October, but every, the entire spring convention season has been canceled. I mean, every, every single convention, which in Atlanta is, is a ton of them are all just, they're done for this year. Just it can't happen. And um, so that means like, along with the conventions themselves having stuff to deal with, you know, like tr- having to get out of hotel contracts without paying, you know, uh, Cancellation fees big enough to bankrupt them. Right. They're also, you got people who's dealers who show up. Like, you know, if you go to a conventions and you have the dealer's hall, you got people with their handmade jewelry and their art and their books and, you know, all the stuff they sell. This is, a, you know, the convention circuit's a big part of these folks' income in a lot of cases. Right. And yeah.
2: so they're it's just, work. they're it's out the of job. luck.
0: Yes, yeah, their job. And um, they, get, you know, they can still sell on Etsy and everything. But this in person thing is like, I mean, that's how a lot of them get by. That's their bread and butter. And they're all uh, they're all taking a big hit right now. So, um, well, let me ask a question. Yeah.
1: So, is there a place where where artists who work cons specifically can go? Is there? I know. I mean, I know there's like you know, subreddit. There's communities and stuff where people go who are who are crafters and makers and writers and artists, and they kind of stick together. Is there a is there an online marketplace catered specifically? To these people who 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 vendor cons, I mean Mm -hmm. specifically to them, where they can sell their products to people.
0: Well, from from what I've seen, they're all out there um, individually for the most part. You know, they got Etsy shops and their own websites and things like that. Um, Right. The the. one place you can do is you can go to like whatever conventions you might consider going to. Um, right. a lot of times there'll be a listing of, if like, you might have to poke around a little bit for it on their website, but you can find a listing of who their, uh, dealers were in their dealers room. We already took ours down for multiverse. I might put it back up though, just with links. So people can just go and be like, Hey, since you, you know, you didn't get to see just, just help these people out. You know, we still are planning to have our convention in October, but they, these, a lot of these same people are missing out on the entire spring and summer con season. So, you know, I think you can go pick up some of their stuff. Um I think same thing with authors. Go right.
1: I, I think if I think if someone comes up with a a, a a site and software combination, um including app that allowed them to congregate and actually sell their products in a in a like a virtual dealers room kind of thing. Like a, yeah, like a virtual dealer's room. And you have, I mean, you could have, you could feature famous dealers. You can feature, it would be a new way to sell not only those people's merchandise, but their their art as well. And I don't think it's necessarily like, you know, them not just not being known and being separate on Etsy and different platforms. I think having that one spot that's right there that that kind of if it's designed properly, it can rope in the hearts of all of the fans of cons, specifically at this time right now.
0: Yeah, because everybody wants to and, be supportive. Right. It's just exactly. gotta know where to go to do it. A lot of conventions have had to move online too. Like a lot of them, unfortunately, have just had to cancel for the year. But a handful of them, like WorldCon, which was gonna be held in uh, New Zealand this year, and uh, and a couple others are doing an online version of a convention. So we're gonna see. That's how that shakes out and what different looks that can take. But I think people are going to be working on putting together a virtual dealer's room because these, uh, you know, the authors that do conventions and sell their books, they're the, the artists, the dealers They're Yeah. Like I said, they are taking a hit right now. But there's so going online and finding their stuff, buying their stuff, joining, you know, contributing to their uh, their Patreons, um, right. their Kofis or whatever. Um, yes. If if you can do that, that's a really good thing. If you can't, there's actually still some good stuff you can do specifically for authors, because you know, multiverse is kinda we, we have people from all across the spectrum of fandom, but we have a lot of authors. And uh so one thing you can do that's free if you don't right now, you know, if you're um, struggling a little bit and don't have the, the money to go and buy books, is right. uh go on Amazon or Goodreads specifically and leave reviews of their work anything you've read that you like because a lot of people don't know this but uh when you like the number of reviews that they have good or bad um the number of reviews really plays into their algorithms in terms of their visibility so there's like Mm -hmm. a 50 review threshold on amazon i know that once you hit 50 and up then your book gets in front of a whole lot more people um so you just go, you know, three minutes, go leave a quick review, Amazon or Goodreads for an author that you know, or that you like. And uh, yeah, that, that's a free way to do something supportive right now. So there's a, you know, we're all just, we're all trying to figure it out. It's, it's, right. a, it's it's a big old mess all over. Um, we've got some ideas for how to, you know, we're hoping that things, we're going to get the all clear by October and be able to put on multiverse and we're, we're proceeding under that assumption right now. And if that's the case, I think there's going to be a lot of, a lot of relief, you know, people, because people look forward to their home convention, you know, whatever they consider that to be. They look forward to it all year round. I mean, it's the high point of a lot of people's year and it just, it really sucks that for people not to be able to meet up with their community for their annual, you know, that thing they look forward to so much, but um, you know, we're, we'll, we'll survive it. We'll get through it. <laughs> um. So that's it in, in terms of getting through it. We should talk about some stuff we're specifically doing to get through it. Some, uh, you know, books, movies, TV, games, activities, all sorts of stuff. Like, what are you doing? Uh, what are you What are you reading or watching? Like, what's What's been your favorite thing since Since this started? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's 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 like it's not right to ask you what's your favorite thing because that's you know <laughs> that's too well, broad a question. That's impossible.
1: Well, well, not not even that. It's just like you know, I've been trying to. Escape from the situation that we're currently in, and it's difficult to do that. But you you realize how easy you have it, because you have moments of where you where you've fully escaped, and then you get brought back to reality. Oh yeah, and you go, man, I, I really fucking enjoyed that for the time that I had it. And one of the things that have been like kind of keeping me somewhat sane, I guess. And this is mm-hmm. the weirdest fucking thing you're gonna hear. Is right. a show. Is a show called Billy on the Street with Billy Eichner. Ah, oh,
0: Billy Eichner. That guy's awesome.
1: I fucking love Billy Eichner.
0: <laughs> He's the shit, man. I, He's so funny. I
1: fucking love this dude <laughs> so much because he is fucking fearless. Yep. He just goes after it <laughs> and he is unapologetic. And I'm like, yeah, that's if. He doesn't realize. I know. I, I know he does. I know he realized how big of a role model he is, because yeah. if you watch Bill in the Street, it's obvious. Right, but that dude deserves a sainthood. He really. Oh, it's, does. it's
0: fantastic. He's just constantly entertaining, and it's. Uh, He's it so underrated. Gets, it really is. Like I wish more people knew about it because that kind she of can't. like it's got like such a great it is it's always positive despite the fact that he's like <laughs> he's just full of shit constantly. and it's it's funny but he's uh, you know he always keeps it positive and you end up you wind up laughing it's not mean spirited it's a good time
1: no but, um, you know it, it, i i i i i like i love to see when he cracks when he cracks under the, when he cracks under the pressure when when he starts to slip the shit's hilarious because oh, yeah, yeah, yes. uh, he ri he, he rarely slips. He knows how to control himself. Yeah, but when no, he does, and shit it's a... too funny.
0: <laughs> to watch somebody that talented start to break—that is the funniest thing in the world. Um, bro, yeah,
1: exactly, right. <laughs> but shots out to Billy Eichner.
0: Yep. You, well, I got one a few like uh,
1: unsung heroes.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah, you reminded me. I need to go watch some of that too. Um, right. Netflix. So I've got a few. If you don't mind me running through a few uh, recommendations here, I made a little bit of a list of uh, stuff that people might like in the current situation.
1: Wait, ho- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you right. are you going to are you going to give me a structured list? Like, are you going to say like movies you've watched, shows you've watched, books you've read? Are you is that what you're going to is that what you're about to do? I
0: well th- and now you made me question it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It no, was, no, no! I'm I asking.
0: Mean, yeah, that's no, totally I'm, what I was gonna do. Unless that doesn't no. work, in which case I wouldn't no, 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 even no,
1: no, think no, no, of no. it. No, <laughs> no, 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 no! I was asking because if you're gonna go like three movies you've watched, I want you to give me some space there so I can give you three that I've watched. And then oh yeah, you yeah, no, that's, you that's know what idea, I'm saying? Yeah, right, uh, right, right I,
0: okay. I figured I'd start with uh, with books because that's that's kind of where I where I head to. So I got a couple. Um, That I kind of broke this down into two uh, small categories. That being stuff that is specifically. And now all this is going to fall under the umbrella of science fiction, fantasy, horror, you know, speculative fiction, um, comics, manga. It's all going to be that kind of thing. So. the, uh, the two categories I was kind of looking at was either there's stuff that's actually is related to like either pandemics or to ap- apocalyptic or post apocalyptic scenarios. Um, I've stayed away, but I got you. And then, I've got well, you. that's right. Like for some people, it relieves the anxiety to read that stuff. For some people, and that's why I had the second category is more escape from that <laughs> stuff that you can read gotcha. that's just going to be entertaining gotcha. and will make you forget this is all going on. Um, so, uh, yeah, under the uh, pandemic-slash-apocalyptic-slash-post-apocalyptic umbrella, um, there's kind of the big classic, obviously, The Stand by Stephen King. Um, gotcha. If you actually haven't read that, um, I recommend that for anybody. It, it is kind of the gold standard. Um, it, yeah. It is. It's going to take you – it'll take you through the end of the pandemic. This thing is almost 1,300 pages long if you get the <laughs> unabridged version. Um, but it's a, it's a really well-written story in terms of you – know, it's, it's, it's kind of – a lot of people would think of it as Stephen King's masterpiece. Um, it, 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 it is. There's yeah. also another another book that came out uh, just last year, uh, Wanderers by Chuck Wendig. This is, uh, it's also a little bit oh of a shelf boy. shelf breaker of a book. Um, <laughs> it has to do with uh, – I, I won't go into spoilers or anything, but it has to do with a, an epidemic of sleepwalking, um, people leaving their homes and whatever they're doing and sleepwalking all in the same direction and um not waking up and just walking continuously that's no and there's a that's yeah, that's, that's, that's all anybody <laughs> that's needs enough. to know that's about it, it. um that's it. it's a fascinating story it's really interesting and it's very timely i mean it the, the, the whole thing the structure of it the writing everything feels like a product of our times um and it's uh and that was you just know, a thoroughly enjoyable one wanderers by chuck wendig it's because like chuck
1: like, wendig's an excellent fucking person
0: he is. Good dude. Uh follow him on Twitter if you don't. He's one of the best followers out there. He's very active on there. He's hilarious. Gives a ton of great advice. Um great blog at uh, TerribleMinds.com. dot com. I think it is. It might be dot or I think it's dot com. Terrible Minds. Um so a couple other quick ones in that in that um, area. uh, One is just one of my old favorites, Canical for Leibovitz by uh, Walter Miller. That's one of the old school, um, lesser known classics of post-apocalyptic fiction. Um, It it takes place well after a, um, specifically a a breakdown of society. I won't go much deeper than that. Um, And society is rebuilding, but there's a very, very heavy strain of anti-intellectualism that was, part of the cause of the original breakdown and also the cause of the problems in the rebuilding world. So a canticle for Leibowitz, that is, that's definitely worth a read. Um, A more recent one station 11 by Emily St. John Mandel. That is a lot of fun. That's a post-apocalyptic story um, that really has, that's one of those ones. If you're looking for one that's got, got a lot of heart to it, you know, that'll make you, somehow make you feel good in the midst of of the bad that's happening in there that's a good one station 11 right um okay and then i was just gonna throw out a few personal recommendations for stuff like if you're the kind of person who does not want to read about the apocalypse or or pandemics or anything (laughs) like that um what i'm reading right now in science fiction area is a book called empress of forever by max gladstone first okay. thing of his i've read but it just kicks off with a bang man it just it kicks ass right out of the gate um I he's got a really funny fast-paced style it, it's a it's very modern very quick very snappy a lot of action like really inventive um world building it's very the whole thing's very colorful um i'm really enjoying it so far Impressive of forever by max gladstone now um, is it a book series it is just the one off as far as I know. I think it came out last year. Gotcha. Um okay. he's got a, he has a lot of other stuff out there, though. He's pretty prolific. Okay. Um he has one written with um a writer named uh, Amal El Motar that's called uh This is How You Lose the Time War, which I haven't okay. read yet, but uh, I've heard great reviews about that. Um in well, fantasy. To <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll send you Did these she... notes when we're done too. Yes, yes, um, yes. In fantasy, I've been rereading the Kushiel series, starting with Kushiel's Dart by Jacqueline Carey. That's just one of my all-time favorite fantasy series. It's got a very sort of, um, you could say, a sort of high fantasy feel to it, in the sense that you know, well, I can't really describe that part of it that well, but uh, it's it's also it it flips a lot of what you consider like the tropes of high fantasy. It really flips them around. The heroine of it, uh, Phaedra, is. A very very interesting, very strong character, and um, a lot of a lot of things that you expect them to go a certain way in fantasy, really go a different way in this one. Then um, before you know it, you're just absolutely caught up. There, it, it's it's set up in three three book increments. The first series, the Kushiel series, is three books. That's what most people know. Then there's another set of three after that following a different character, and three more after that following a different character. Okay. Typically, if people get into this series, you'll burn through all nine books. You'll just be hooked on the characters in the world. So, yeah, it's uh, Jacqueline Carey is the author. Start with Kushiel's dart. K-U-S-H-I-E-L.
1: The damn. (laughs) <laughs> so
0: my, my my favorite thing. I just got this in the mail yesterday because I, I pre-ordered a signed first edition hardcover of NK Jemisin's *The City We Became*. You suck. Um, I, <laughs> I had to do this because I made a mistake with her. Okay, for anybody listening who doesn't know, NK Jemisin is one of the best, if not the best, um, who wouldn't know speculative fiction author writing today. I mean, I think. She's. It's pretty close to hands now. She's the best one working.
1: They'll know. Um, they'll know after the fucking movies,
0: right? Which will be coming, I'm sure. Well, they're working on. Oh, yeah. they're, they're adapting. Uh, they're adapting the Broken Earth series for TV. Um,
1: yeah. Um, this going to be very interesting because I want to see a lot of people of color and different types of things. That'll absolutely in happen. Yeah, she's yes, well will, dude. From Everything
0: I know of her, she's not letting a show get made if they try to whitewash it or if it get oh. like no, it's it's gonna be what she wants it to be, or it's not getting done. Yes. Um so it's yeah, you're gonna like the way that looks, I think. So for anybody who doesn't know, nk Jemison, uh, her name's Nora Jemison, um pen name NK Jemison. She is the uh first person in history to win the best novel Hugo Award three years in a row. Um every one of her broken earth series which is absolutely stunning i mean just some of the best <laughs> science fiction slash fantasy I've ever read oh it's it's amazing
1: um St- stunning that's i mean, that's <laughs> the words you could use i'm just like uh genius
0: it is uh, yeah you would not be wrong to call it man, that. And It just
1: it sucks you in uh you <laughs> it does not tell it doesn't tell the story it, it tells it does not it' doesn't ex- I don't know how to explain it. It doesn't. It doesn't tell the. It doesn't tell a story, like you're sitting no, it, down watching it happen.
0: Yeah, no, it's That's so, how it feels. It's so. It's immersive. Um, you yeah, it's so immersive. That's it. what.
1: That's what I'm looking. at. yeah.
0: Yeah, and it, it's brilliant stuff. And it, every it book in that in that series won the won the best novel Hugo. And I made the mistake when those books were coming out because this. What I usually do is I'll buy a book that looks interesting. Um, I'll buy it on my e-reader. And then if I like it enough, I'll go back and buy the hardback for my collection. Most that was us. my plan with these, not realizing <laughs> right. that they all sold out. And now you can't—if you can even find a hardback copy of uh, of any of the Broken Earth books, it's going to cost you. I mean, hundreds of dollars to to find one at all. So this time, her new book coming out, The City We Became. Uh, I heard that was coming out. I'm like I'm pre-ordering the shit out of that the second it's available. <laughs> and uh they had uh she had some signed copies up for sale, so I got me got me my first edition. I wasn't making that same mistake twice cuz I'm still that's that's a big hole on my shelf <laughs> is the the hardback copies of the Broken Earth series. Um well, the city the city we became was based on um we're well, not really really based on, but it grew out of a short story that she wrote called The City Born Great. That actually, you could if you Google that, it was on uh tour.com, I think. So if you just Google the city born great Jemison tour.com, whatever combination of words, it, you can still read that. Um, and it's just from the get go, it is pure Jemison, it's it's colorful and vibrant, and just you're pulled in automatically. And that'll give you an idea. Um, this one I really don't want to give any spoilers about because I think the concept is just fascinating, like the, the whole premise of it is. is is it's you just got to check it out.
1: Well, see, now I'm, um, I'm, I'm upset because you haven't told me about this before. See, you're supposed to prepare <laughs> me for these things. This is a damn podcast. You're supposed to prepare me for these things. Now I'm going to ask you a thousand <laughs> questions. I can't ask you a
0: thousand questions. I got to tell you what I've been reading. Okay. Well, can I throw one more little recommendation at you, and then I'm done, Go ahead. and I want to hear what you're you Go You're
1: good. No, no. You, okay. You, no, please, please give me all the recommendations so I'm just – flooded with stuff that i have to read
0: now <laughs> Please. Right. so uh i wanted to throw in a, a horror recommendation in there and the one uh i've been Ooh. pushing people toward is uh dread nation by justina ireland this is uh technically a ya novel but i know my most of my friends uh you know adult friends everything love reading ya stuff so uh you know, this, there's a lot of just a ton of quality stuff out there, and this is the, the audience that's technically classified under shouldn't push you away from it. This is a zombie story written in the Civil War era with a young black girl as the heroine. It is uh oh, a New oh, York Times I'm bestseller. Sold. I'm sold. Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, New York yeah, Times I mean, bestseller. Um the, the sequel either uh I, I forgot to check, but it either just came out or is about to come out. Um that's a movie. Yeah. So, Shit. Oh, it's always oh, absolutely going to be Uh so. <laughs> Dread Nation by Justina Ireland. Check that one out too. So the, that that's what I got written down for books. If you got the, if you got anything reading, reading wise, you want to throw at me.
1: Um. Yeah. See, I I, I kind of fall the other way. Um. And it's really like you're really going to be upset with me because <laughs> the only thing I've really been doing right now is I have reread the Joker screenplay. Okay. I have reread um the lighthouse screenplay, hence all the lighthouse memes I've been posting. <laughs> yeah. <And> Anybody <laughs> listening to this
0: who is friends with Rob on Facebook, you have seen you have seen the memes from the movie The Lighthouse oh and uh and they are not gonna stop anytime soon. So it took
1: me like it took me like fifteen or twenty <laughs> minutes, that stream of, of manic consciousness to create all of those and push them out. Um so I reread that and then I've been listening to the audiobook of Dune.
0: Oh yeah. Who reads the audio? Is the audiobook narrator good? Oh yeah. I've never listened to it. Okay.
1: Oh yeah, really good. Really good. Um, it's the audible one. Uh, I'll give you the the information on it, but it's really good. They're, they're really good. And um I've been reading books about transference and counter transference. Psycho- I've been I don't know why, but when I get upset, I dive into psychology books that I have.
0: Oh, let's see, that makes sense. You know, deal with it by, by, deal with your brain by confronting your brain directly in a way.
1: Kind of rationalizing it, but it doesn't make sense because I'm reading it. I'm like, this is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what? No, um, no, I'm really having a rational fear. It's a rational fear, but those are the things that I've been reading. Um, recommendations uh yeah sure i always recommend dune but i mean
0: oh, yeah that's really, a standing recommendation
1: <laughs> r- really um i recommend In- anything by nk jemison over dune right now cuz that's what's needed that's what that's what's needed
0: um I agree. Don't go back you to know. the old
1: books don't go back to the old books go ahead and start new you you have time to redo. You have time to read it again. Okay, I Just, agree,
0: and that's as we're doing this uh, podcast. I want it like we'll regularly be talking about stuff. New stuff that's coming out, and that's not to take right. anything away from what people consider right. classics. That's no. great. They, but they've been around a yeah. long time, and there's exactly. uh, being retrospective like that, looking backward only only looking at the you know the stuff that you grew up on. That just means that you are missing out on. There is so much great stuff coming well, out right now. There is so many new, interesting voices and styles that you just if you don't want to miss out on this. So, was well, what's, we'll un- keep
1: throwing what's that unfortunate? Stuff out. What's unfortunate is, um, I am black,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and there are a lot of black authors that I didn't know about, and it, right. was, it was, it was, and it was, I was at first, you know, I went through all the all the stages of, of, of grief. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt like I missed out on so much. But the cool thing is, is, like, yeah, I keep rereading these old books or, you know, I might read some, you know, I might read Dressing Files or something like that. And I'm like, yo, there's these new books and, you know, all these new concepts that I can really kind of get into. And then I start reading and I'm like, OK, yeah, this is, this is a lot better than some of the stuff that I've read. You know, some of the yeah. stuff that I've read is subpar stuff compared to. Compared to this, this is masterpiece stuff, and I missed out not because of uh, uh, ignorance, but because I was ignorant to the fact yeah, that it existed.
0: Yeah, and there's we we'll have uh should, we should do an entire episode on how biases in the publishing industry and the book selling industry have tended right. to suppress uh, authors and we of color. Will. Um, and we will because that's that's absolutely the case. And that's why a lot of the, a lot of that stuff uh, like doesn't doesn't end up in front of you. And there's also there's a tendency for there, there to be like a couple of really big name. Like let, let's let's talk black authors, for example, um, right. really big names, uh, N.K. Jemisin, Nnedi Okorafor. Right. You, um, and then you know a couple others that you've probably heard of But um, people don't haven't tended recently to look deeper past that. And there are just hundreds upon hundreds of more authors. Like it, it, it can be more than just those two. I mean, we've got, you know, at multiverse, you saw the guest last guest list last oh, year, but, you know, dozens of people um, who don't fit the the standard. I mean, they don't, they don't look like me, you know, just a standard <laughs> white dude. Like they, <laughs> there's just so much more variety out there and you don't even have right. to look that hard for it. You know, you don't. just it's, it's all, it's, it's, and that's what they're out there go looking because what you're going to get out of that is you're going to you're going to get great stories, great writing from different perspectives than you're used to hearing. And a lot of times based on mythology and and things like that, that are not, you know, because a lot of fantasy is so much based on the European paradigm of, of, um, of fantasy right um you know the tolkien style thing there's so much amazing stuff in like african mythology southern uh, southern asian mythology like that's native american mythology yes oh yeah like God. rebecca it's roanhorse's rich history oh series.
1: Yeah. the rich history that really inspires awesome sci-fi fantasy speculative fiction it just it really like i is i'm not trying to say this enough it spices shit up it, it does. really does, dude. It really fucking gives you a concept. She's like, oh yeah, I never really thought about that. Or this is unseen to me before. It's like having a treasure chest full of culture that you can now share with somebody in a in a lens that they really understand.
0: Absolutely. Cool. And what it and what it does in terms of representation too. I mean, seeing uh reading um heroes and heroines who are you know who you're familiar with, who who are familiar to your culture, who look like you. That again, we'll have we're probably going to do an entire episode on this. I could talk right. about it wherever, you know, you can <laughs> Right? Too. Okay. But um,
1: and, and the ta- but that the is something that I would encourage them.
0: people to do. But yeah, what, what I think people should like that's a good thing right now. You've got more time to engage with books and comics and manga and whatever everything right, right now. So expand your horizons a little bit. You know, like you could go back and reread Dune again or you could check Maybe out I, uh like you said check out check out Jemison, check out okorafor check out yeah. some of gerald coleman stuff or milton right. davis or you know, yeah. just f- find something read read something that you didn't know existed before this all happened that's that's my right. recommendation
1: right that's that's a good recommendation um all right that was a, that we went off on a tangent but it was a it was a <laughs> proper right. tangent right
2: mm-hmm.
1: what what is what do, what are your recommendations what have you been oh.
0: watching Uh, Okay, so got got myself a little list here too. It's uh, some films and some. uh, No, we're not going to talk about Tiger King, all right? (laughs) that's nope. I'm I'm done with that right now. No I, also kinda, I kinda wanna skip also, I'm just gonna skip on past the uh, like Star Wars and Marvel stuff that's on Disney Plus. Yeah, I sure. think there's yeah. there's enough conversation about that right now. Everybody's already familiar with it. You know, yeah. you don't need to hear what I think about it. <laughs> we
1: don't. I don't need to hear what I I don't need to hear what I think about it.
0: I wanted to point out just a, a couple of uh favorites that fall within the um the you know science fiction, fantasy, horror, whatever um area that people may not be as familiar with, but that you can get to pretty easily. Um mm-hmm. so one thing I've been watching is I caught up on the expanse that is on time now it's on prime now so if uh, for anyone who doesn't know the expanse is a series i think it's up to it has nine or ten books at this point by james s.a corey which is actually a pen name for two people um daniel abraham and ty frank who were george R. R. martin's editors um <laughs> so they wrote this and, and it's a it's a like really really fun space opera with great characters like people you really get into um it, it's solid solid science fiction um and the the series in my opinion is doing a great job of adapting it i mean the the casting is solid they're following along with the feel of it uh visuals are excellent i mean the production value is top-notch so and there's a bunch of episodes they got four seasons out so if you've got amazon prime um you can just hop on there that'll that'll eat up some days uh, <laughs> I if you like i don't need if to, if to you eat like days uh, <laughs> Well, in a fun way. In a fun way. As well. right, in a fun way. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, it doesn't make it any better, just no. Like if you literally just want to pass the time, because people yes. are like, I'm encouraging people to not, they not feel like you have to be acting a certain way right now. That not acting like you have, to, right. you don't have to be right, learning right, a right. new skill or writing King Lear or anything yes, like that. Like it's it's a, you do. It's a weird no, you time. you have to it's be doing adjustment for everybody. Well, I'm a you little behind be on my King years. Lear, all right? So you're gonna have to give me some more time.
1: Well, this is. I get, is your it. King I get Lear it to right
0: you now. by Friday, man.
1: This is the King uh, Lear right now. We're recording the King Lear. We're thirty-year-old dudes <laughs> with the beers doing a podcast that we said we were going to do months ago. We are mm. fucking living the dream in quarantine. Yep,
0: exactly. The quarantine finally, dream. We finally got around to one thing that I that, that requires me to sit in a chair for an hour. Um, <laughs> right. So, others have been watching. If uh, right. if you're a fan of alternate history stuff. Um, I believe this is also on Amazon prime, the man in the high castle.
1: I've watched this, two episodes.
0: Yeah. Um, so this is based on uh, a a classic Philip K. Dick story, um, alternate history where the third Reich survived. It's a, uh, I, I can't do a better job than uh, than the showrunners of of continuing to tell that story. But that's a fun one to yeah. that's a fun one to watch. It's pretty intense. It's a little dark. If you're if you're not feeling the whole dystopian thing right now, you may not want to watch it. Um, but it is a good story. Uh, one thing that's really fun, that's uplifting and and interesting. I did. I watch a lot of nature documentaries. You know, like I think uh, the Planet Earth BBC series is one of the greatest things ever. Um, right. So I found this. Uh, I believe it's on. Uh, I believe it's on Hulu or maybe on Amazon Prime. It's called One Strange Rock. And it's a several episode documentary by uh, Darren Aronofsky, the director. Oh, yes. Like, I love director. Darren Aronofsky. my favorite. Yeah. What the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah, I know. I was like, I saw that wait, and was wait, like, wait, I was like, I don't wait, understand. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, it's, a, it's a nature <laughs> documentary me. series. And now here's the cool <laughs> thing. If you have watched all the normal ones, if you've watched Planet Earth and Blue Planet and all those things, yeah. this one is of equal quality but it is but but it talks about all the stuff that that they didn't get to in those series like it it does it, it it's aware of what's already been covered and it frames it within this really interesting device which is that you're constantly hearing from these eight astronauts all of whom have the perspective of having been out in space looking back at the earth um and how that has changed their perspective on things. So it's it's a brilliant nature documentary wow. f- within the framing device of the viewpoint of looking at the Earth from space, um, like and remembering, the, like actually understanding the interconnectedness of the entire organism. So that was really really um, fun to watch. One of my favorite ones. It's called One yeah. Strange Rock. Okay, um, I'm definitely gonna watch that. I love Darren Aronofsky. How do it? How, how
1: in the hell have I not known this? I I just found it a few weeks ago. I didn't. Are you you serious? I'm not happy with never heard of that before. Now
0: Now, I don't even. I'm happy that I've discovered it. it. um, Yeah. So, uh, the Darren Aronofsky has been one of my favorites since uh, the first movie of his that I saw is a pretty little known. Yes, Pie. That is one of my favorite movies of all time. I mean, that's a top five. That is an Uh, absolute mind bender of a thriller. Uh, It is. Yeah. It deals with some some real high concept stuff that is, and oh, you know this yes. as you've seen it, I'm more talking to the, to the folks listening, but it's right. it's called Pi as in the symbol Pi. Um, yes. I believe it is on Netflix now, if I'm not mistaken. It is on one uh, of the major streaming I services. I think it,
1: it is on one of the streaming services. I I want to say it was on Hulu, but I, I want to it was on Hulu. Um, Because Hulu has its own little category of films. I want to say it's on Hulu, but it might be on Netflix. I think it is on Hulu, though.
0: Yeah, so it's, but it is on one of them. I know because I was just telling a friend right. about a few it weeks is. ago that it was on there. Yeah, it is, it is, uh, it is it's a high concept, in, uh, intense, very, very interesting, mind bending thriller of a movie with a crazy soundtrack by Clint Mansell. Go ahead. You're
1: going to hear me say this quite often. And when I say it, I mean it. I don't really, I don't really say it that often, but I'm going to say it here very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is genius.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it is. That that movie is. It's a in master. It's a master absolutely, work film. It left is. it left me thinking about it constantly. Constantly for, I mean, for years. Mm-hmm. I still every once in yeah. a while I'm just like, man, that concept mm-hmm. was so crazy. It um, hits you like that. So that's definitely worth like a that. watch if you it hit, it hit you ahead. like Danny
1: Darko. I mean it hit you like hits you like that.
0: Yes. That one, and by the way, you know, anybody that knows me knows I'm I always going to recommend that one. If you, I believe it's on Netflix also. It's also on one of the streaming services. Donnie Darko. It's a Richard Kelly movie from the uh, early 2000s and one of my favorite movies of all time. It is um, – my indescribably dude. weird but yes. also funny and heartfelt and just very very odd and some of the weirdest science fiction you'll ever see but you'll never forget it so if you haven't seen Wait. donnie darko check that out
1: jesse we mm-hmm. should pair that we should pair that film we should pair donnie darko with sorry to bother you Right after.
0: Oh yes, that's a. I don't know where that one is located. If you haven't seen Sorry, it's, to Body, it's
1: Hulu. It's on Hulu.
0: Is it on Hulu right that now? On Hulu. I think it's on Hulu. Yes, it's on. It's okay. on Amazon too for free. I think. I think. So I, I second your. I absolutely second your recommendation of Care Sorry, Bobby. Yes, uh, that's that. Yeah, because if you just go ahead and melt your entire brain, because um, those oh, yeah. uh, Sorry to Bother You was absolutely fascinating. I mean, just riveting, hilarious, totally strange movie. It's um, genius film. It goes. Yes, yeah, it a genius was, film. Uh, Boots Riley was that was amazing. It, it went in so many directions. I never saw it going. And some of the choices he made, like with the the white voice was, and all that stuff, like it was having it dumped over. Oh, it, it, was, it was absolutely brilliant. And yeah, so that's. You can't miss that one. That one you gotta see. No. Uh, last one I got on my list here is uh, Snowpiercer. See, okay.
1: <laughs> the Willy Wonka film.
0: No, Snowpiercer? It's <laughs> not that's yeah. not Willy Wonka. What, yeah. Am I it missing is. something there? I, you are. What what go am I to
1: YouTube? Here? Go to YouTube and Uh-oh. type in see?
0: All right.
1: Snowpiercer <laughs> Willy Wonka connection is gonna blow. Your fucking wait for it. Uh, okay. Mind.
0: All right. I will. Uh, it's like you I'm have to do like, this when we're done here. I'm gonna do it because <laughs> 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 you're gonna text me and go, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> Are you serious? I'm like,
1: yes, dude. It is that scary, bro. Like it is. All right. It's it's real.
0: I love that kind of it, like weird fan oh god theory, conspiracy theory rabbit hole.
1: This is better. This is better than Wizard of Oz, Dark Side of the Moon. This is better than that.
0: This (laughs) is better than that. You're going to be like, oh, "Oh."
1: okay. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Continue, sir.
0: (laughs) Well, that's, oh yeah. So uh, uh, Snowpiercer, again, it looks like everything on my list so far is just, is very intentionally odd things. But, um, so this is uh, directed by Bong Joon-ho, who you probably know is the director of Parasite, which just won the Oscar for Best Picture. First foreign film to uh, ever win that. Um, I haven't seen the Parasite yet, but I'm going to see it soon. Yeah, I'm going to see it soon, too, but I haven't gotten around to that one. But um, Snowpiercer was excellent. Very strange. One of the um, weirdest performances I've ever seen, Tilda Swinton, is oh, yeah. amazing. And I love her. She's weird. weird. I love her. She's so, <laughs>
1: she's so good. She's so good. Yeah, she's, she's so good. So good she's so good. And
0: it's, it's just a, it's a. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, Tilda Swinton can do no wrong in my eyes. Um, so yeah, that's the last one on my list Is uh, for now at least, until we do the next one I'll come up with some other weird right. shit. But um, right. yeah, Snowpiercer, check that one out. Um, quick run through on games, I've been playing a lot of. I've been going back and replaying Horizon Zero Dawn I love that one, wonderful science fiction story big open world that you can get lost in. Um, right. And also been watching some Doom Eternal uh, gameplay videos today if you're in the mood for some <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's violent and intense and probably not the mood most people are in right now so uh
1: well, well wait wait well, we, well hold on Paul. you might be some people in that mood right now I, no, I, yeah, right. I was like i was like uh probably three or four days away from dressing up like casey jones to go grocery shopping like, yeah it's uh okay. people people have been stupid man it's just it's, it's crazy man but anyway <laughs> anyway uh right. things that i've watched Uh, so I haven't been, I haven't watched uh, season two or three of Castlevania. I finished two and I'm going to go ahead and finish three while I got the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Starship Troopers. Oh yeah. Again, because I love that (laughs) fucking movie. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) double dragons. Yeah. That one. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm. Wait, wait. Double Dragon, really?
1: Yeah, really. Where, where is uh, where did
0: you find this? Is this is this your own personal collection, or are they put are they This is my this own. Per- this is my own. This is, right, is my own personal right. collection. So they haven't brought this back to life on Netflix or anything. Okay.
1: No, 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 no. This is my own personal collection. Double Dragon movie, the cheesiest fucking movie with Alyssa Milano. Yeah, Double Dragon.
0: All right. Well, that's uh. Uh-huh. That's going on my list too because I need just some straight bullshit to feed my brain. at Sometimes
1: <laughs> That's, what That's what it's been. Majority of the time, like been watching like uh, shit. Oh, okay. Netflix show. Um, it's a Canadian show it's called Kim's Convenience. Uh, okay, I've never heard of it. If you have, oh god. Um, what's his name? Uh, I, I don't want to Samuel. I don't want to say his name name wrong. Uh, he's going to be playing. Uh, uh he's gonna be Shang-Chi uh for Marvel. So he's playing that role. Okay, yeah. but he's he's a really good actor. Um, uh-huh. everyone on the show is really good. It's about a Korean family who own a convenience store in Canada. Okay. It's it's fucking well written. It's fucking hilarious. I love the show. It and right. these are these are comfort shows to me. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. This this show is a comfort show. Bill on the street is a comfort show, you know. Post apocalyptic things, which was funny, is that I had just rewatched Equilibrium when you watched it. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we had a discussion <laughs> online about it because it is a post apocalyptic film, and we both feel the same exact way about the film itself. It's just that I think that with Christian Bell at the helm, Sean Bean could have still been there, and they would have changed some other people up. It would have been a great film, but it fell I, short. It, it, it could short. have been.
0: Yeah, it did. It, it could was, have been. The concept was real, like, you know, Aldous Huxley, Brave New World kind of thing. Um, right. It's, it's kind of a proven concept that's going to interest people, but I just, I thought the execution was lacking. I know that's, there's a lot of people that absolutely love that movie, but I, th- I think it's basically, I, like, you love it because of the gun fu, um, which to me does not save. It uh, doesn't save the movie. You know,
1: yeah, it doesn't. What What I loved about it is that I I... I I, I read the I read the screenplay for the film, and what I loved about it is I uh, after I read the screenplay, I understood the direction of the. You know what I mean? There's something mm-hmm. you can under you, you can almost create a pacing in your head with a script than you than you can that if someone's directing the film because they're directing it the way they want to, right? Yeah. Um, and you don't have to have you you don't have to have those characters in your head being those people who played those characters on screen. So I can imagine another person playing that character and, and really nailing that role. If those two particular characters would have been replaced out, you know, Tay yeah. Diggs and, and, and McFadden, and replaced with people who are really good actors, like, can really sell it. Right. Th- I just, and could really sell those lines. Like, there was two or three times where Tay Diggs was smiling at yeah, Preston it, when he's supposed did. to be under the influence, the same drug that everyone else is under. It's weird.
0: It didn't seem like he really got the character. in my opinion. He didn't
1: get the character. And there it is. Know. He didn't get the character and it didn't. And it really kind of ruined the film. Yeah.
0: And, really and I didn't, I didn't hate it. It just really, it's not a, it's, it's I don't go rewatch it. There's a lot of people that do. Yeah, right. But I'll, uh, I don't. If I, if I'm going to watch some, you know, some brain candy sci-fi, I'm going to the fifth element every time. Um,
1: See, I go to Dark City. Dark City is my brain. Oh, yeah.
0: I love Dark City. That's, right now, I like the uh, just the over the top goofiness of the fifth element, though. Oh, yeah. That's oh, a, yeah. Oh, a good yeah. dose of Chris Tucker every now and then.
1: Right. Right. <sighs> I haven't watched yeah. Back to the Future yet. So there's that.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. There's a have, lot of stuff out there, then. <laughs> there's a
1: lot of stuff. Out, there's a lot of stuff out there. Mm-hmm. But well, I think those are the good, things uh, I've been watching.
0: <laughs> all right. That's a that's a that's a pretty good list for anybody who's listening and was looking for for stuff to check out specifically in the areas of science fiction, oh, fantasy, horror. Oh, all that oh, stuff. oh, oh, oh what oh, else oh. you
1: got? G- games. Um, yes, yes, so yes. I've been playing. I've been playing Pokemon, which you know my cousin bought me Samurai Showdown for the PS4 for my birthday and gave it okay. to. So I've been playing that too, and a lot of Call of Duty with my wife, but she's okay. not working, so. All right,
0: exactly. so, you, you having uh, having a good time with online gaming right now? Like, is that, uh, is that kind well, of connection being a good thing? Like, is that
1: the connect, the connection for us isn't too bad? It spikes sometimes, but the connection yeah. for us is too bad because you know we live in a small city. We live in a small city, right? You know, we don't live in a huge. You know, we're not we're not metropolitan, so mm-hmm. we don't get too bad last because there's not a lot of people here who work from home, and when they do. True. They're not doing any heavy streaming of, of, or removing any data. They don't have call center jobs or anything like that. So that's it. You know, it's not it's not lagging us up too much. But we get spikes
0: every once in a while. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it's been working. Well, we're coming up on time, I guess. So uh, we're gonna be doing more of these, and we'll have eventually have some guests on. We'll have. Uh, you know break out some of the stuff we were talking today into separate topics um they can take up enough of an entire episode to be their own episodes um <laughs> <You're right. but laughs> we, we got a lot of stuff to talk about and once to talk about as we get further along it's going to be it's going to be some interesting conversations it's a very interesting guest on here so um, right but for now just hoping everybody's doing all right everybody you know stay safe stay home wash your hands all that good stuff.
1: Please. They're, the nurses are out there. They're, they're struggling and, and you're on the front lines. I got to, you know, it's whenever my wife leaves, I walk her to the car and it's like, I'm wishing her away to fight a fucking war. It's, yeah. it's crazy and it sucks. And it is something that we got to get through and get over. But the only people, the, everybody's in the front line right now. Everybody's yeah. in the front line. So, all you have to do is just be responsible. Follow CDC protocols. Don't listen to bad information. Please you know, don't you listen can sign to bad information. Up, you can sign up for the World Health Organization's uh, updates, and they'll send you a whole entire press package of all the things that they're doing and saying, and updates for towns and times, everything, right there, direct yeah. to you. No, follow no, the no, CDC no, guidance. Please follow the CDC protocols. Please wash your hands. If they say wear a face mask and you're going to go out, please do that because you can be an asymptomatic carrier. You can have the virus and not even know you got it and be yeah. spreading so, it and not even get sick, not even get that sick if you do get sick. So, yeah. So, as soon as you have it, protect
0: everybody else.
1: Right. As soon mm-hmm. yeah, treat it like a loaded gun. Mm-hmm. Treat it like a loaded gun. You know, you, if you got it and you need to protect yourself and uh, and others, cover yourself up.
0: Yeah, no. exactly. We'll Just get through away. it all, man.
1: We'll we make it. We'll try. Um, we we'll, we'll gonna yeah. make it. we we'll gonna try to make it. We'll do our best. All right.
0: Yep. Everybody, take care of yourselves and um, tune in for the next one. We'll be back.
1: Yes, man. It was a whole healthy heap, the pile of steaming,
0: glitchy pancakes. <laughs> That's right, man. All right. Loved it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, we'll catch you on the next one.
1: Hope you're full. <laughs>